Hey you guys, welcome back to another episode of Daryl's Daring Thoughts. Thanks for tuning in. Um, this is part two of our conversation, my conversation with Kevin um, from Clubhouse. Um, so what's up, Kevin? Hey, Daryl. What's up? Good to have you back. We're back. So just so you guys know, this is part two. You have to go listen to part one. Part one was fun. We talked about a lot of cool things, but I did want to break the episodes up because I know y'all have short attention spans and we're getting into some shit. And so, yeah, so we're just going to get back into it. Um, so how we left off talking about um, how re- our relationships on Clubhouse, when we started seeing, you know, a transition and we're just going to get into it. You know, Kevin, you know, I've been involved in some shit on Clubhouse Yes. Um, you were involved in, you know, one thing, but you know, I was involved in a lot of shit. <laughs> when when did you start feeling as though the shift, the shift on Clubhouse was happening where it was it started to become okay, everyone's beefing, everyone's fighting, everyone's kind of telling on each other, everyone's exposing each other. Like when did you start to notice that there was a shift, especially in our community? And within the dynamics of people that we kind of build rapports with? That's a tricky question because, because I noticed I noticed that in two parts. Um, mm-hmm. so the, the first part when I noticed it in the beginning was when the shade room had that big falling out. Yes. But the difference is when that happened, a lot of beautiful things happened because of that because some of those people then went their separate ways and created other clubs and they grew they made new alliances and the, and all of that is beautiful so even after that we still had chance to grow and mm-hmm. we built and we built community and we went for a couple of months and then i know that the second part when i noticed it is when we had well, when i had my person my personal situation with um, my group and my club, um, it just seemed like, it seemed as though after that night when we fell out, everything just went downhill. Mm-hmm. That's that's how it felt like to me. Um, and it had nothing to do with me or with us, but I just, it, it's just seemed as though all the groups were falling out or the people or the friends were falling out and exposing each other. People weren't blocking each other. You can't come into rooms. People were not coming up. It just felt like, okay, the app is dying. At least the, the gay side of the app is really dying. Um, so that's that's when I really noticed the shift. And for me, it was easy to adjust because if you remember, like I was telling you on part one, since I got on Clubhouse, I was always flip-flopping. Well, not in a negative way. Flip-flop is on both sides, the gay side of the app and then the heterosexual side of the app. So for me, when it seemed as though the gay side was dying, I was just like, well, I I guess I'm going to be on this side much more because I already was on that side. So it wasn't a big deal for me to adjust. I I would go to the presidential suite. I would be in makeup room or contest room. I I would be in the barrio. So... I, I really didn't feel 
that emptiness in the beginning as much. Um, now, there are moments where I, I would miss it. I'm not going to sit here and lie, but it was easy mm-hmm. for me to adjust. So, so yeah. Okay. Um, I have to agree with you on the first part. Um, you know, if the shade room did not break up, you know, you know, we wouldn't have had all the clubs we had. I mean, look who, what came from the shade room. Um, you know, the um, the, the cook up. Yes. The cook up. Um, Shout out to the cook up. Um, I guess. Um, yeah, I, we gonna get into it. Um, so, uh, who else? Oh my god, the room that I came from. I came from the moonlit. Oh, Moonlit, yes. Shout out to Moonlit. Shout out to Moonlit. Shout out to Moonlit because if if it wasn't for Moonlit, it, there would not be a pink. Like that's where we came from. Because a lot of people people kind of forget I was one of the original original people from the pink. Yes. Um, this was this was before we had clubs. This was before we can create clubs. We were calling ourselves the pink. Um. So we left Moonlit and then we created our own, you know, pink. And then I left the pink and started my own thing, my own thing. Um, but shout out to the pink. I still fuck with them. Still fuck shout with out them to hard. The yes. Um, yeah, but you know, that so great things happened from that, you know, falling out. And then Bucci Cat Radio came into play. Shout out to Bucci Cat Radio. Bucci Cat. Shout out to Shad. Shout out to Shad. I love me some That's Shad. my bitch. I love that's my bitch right there. Um, so shout out to Bucci Cabrera. So a lot of great rooms came, and it kind of was like, it, even though all those rooms were cre- clubs were created, we still mingled with each other. Yes. It yes. wasn't. It wasn't so like everyone stay in their own corners. It was very much so everyone, you know, was still going into each other's spaces. Um, well, except for when I started my own club, um, that's when I started to really feel the hate. <laughs> um, because at the time when I started my own club, I was the, I'm trying to remember, so I don't want to misquote myself, but I was one of the first, cause yeah, cause people were still in Moonlit at the time. I was one of the first solo moderators from the queer I, side. I think you were called, cause I, I can't. Because Nadi came before, after you, right? Yes, I I, I could have sworn that Nadi was still in what's the LGBT. Yeah, she was. She came after you, so you were. Yes. I can't think of anybody else. You definitely was the first in the queer spaces to be as, as a solo mom. As a solo mom, you were. Yeah, I truly think I was because everybody else had you know fifteen moderators, no shade, but you know, um, so yeah, okay, so. I feel like I, that's kind of when I started for me to see the negative parts of Clubhouse because I do feel like people were upset, jealous, whatever, that I kind of branched out on my own. Um, that wasn't, my, my intention wasn't to upset people. I'm just, I have always been a leader. I've always, I've never needed people with me. And I'm going to stop you right there because I want to give you your flowers because that was a bold move. And I really want to, I don't know if I've told you this before, but I always looked at that and was like, wow, that, that, that's dope. He left a, a group situation 
and he embarked on his own journey on his own. And you created that, that was daring thoughts on your own, moderated by yourself. And you took a, you know, a, a step of faith and, and, and it worked in your favor. So I want to shout you out for that because I don't recall Thank anyone you. doing that before you on that side of the app. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it because I, you know, I, my podcast has already been here, even though people try to think that I created my podcast after. No, I had a podcast before Clubhouse. Right. And so it was easy for me to have a name. It was easy for me to know what I wanted to talk about. Because at that moment, when I stepped out on my own, I said, this is going to be great for me to build my brand. That was the moment I knew that this app could really do amazing things for me with building a following. Mm-hmm. Um, but in that moment, I also start to experience people not liking me for any reason. And I never understood why. And I'm not trying to play victim, but there were a lot of moments where people were not fucking with me simply because I had my own club and people, I brought, I had numbers and I would have more people in my room than people that followed me. I had no idea how they worked, but people would come into my rooms for the topics I had. Yes. Even when I had my um even when I had my naughty club, when I had um Welcome to the Dungeon. Mm-hmm. Um when I had my Welcome to the Dungeon rooms, my rooms used to be fucking lit. That is why me and Raiden got into it. Because yeah. Ra- Raiden, you know, assumed that I was still in his name of his club. And yeah. instead of having the conversation with me, he just blocked me and you know that went left. Um, and just just recently, me and Raiden were able to squash that because it just lasted. Way I too love long. that. I love Raiden. I'm glad. I'm 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 so glad you guys squashed it because I love Raiden as well. I'm glad. Yeah, it was pointless. It was pointless because it was like there was no reason to have beef because we don't know each other. We don't. You know, we didn't. Ha- there was no reason to have beef. You know, and we're both. But I get it. We're both Scorpios. I get that high strung energy. Like I get it. And so. There was no reason for us to have beef. And so I'm glad we were able to squash that. I wish we would have just had a conversation back in February because we probably could have been very cool and and had some some spaces together because we actually have a lot of things in common. Absolutely. Um, but I'm glad we squashed that. But that happened a lot on the app, you know, that people were starting to be upset because if they had a room, I had a room, people are coming to my room and leaving their room, you know? And so that's when I personally started to see that there are some shady bitches on this app. Mm. I started to see it more. The second part for me was when I started noticing everyone doing the link-ups. When the link-ups started, I started seeing a totally different side of Clubhouse from people. Really? Yeah, like people were just... Let's unpack that. So so, so what do you mean? (laughs) Like, what did you see? So it, I would be like, this is how I became a bone collector. Minding my, <laughs> minding my motherfucking business in these rooms that people just linked up and had link ups with people. And they're just talking about people in these rooms. Like they're talking about the trip. They're throwing subliminal messages out there. Now the difference is, is that I'm a smart bitch. So I'm able to put <laughs> two and two together when they are talking about people. Right. And I'm, you know, so and and you know, I I watch Instagram stories and like, oh, 
that's who they were talking about. Oh, that's <laughs> that. Oh. So that's literally, like, people think that I became the bone collector because people were calling me, telling me shit. No. Not that many people on Clubhouse have my phone number. People were just going into rooms, open rooms, late at night, thinking nobody's there or drunk or whatever, and just talking. Like, just spilling tea. And I just absorbed it all and just put it in my back pocket, you know, for if I needed it later. Because mm-hmm. half the time, the people that they were talking about, I didn't know who they were. Yeah. I wasn't in community with everybody. Like, so I would then go into different rooms and like, oh, that's who such and such was talking about. Wow. Okay. I put two and two together. But people would literally come back from these meetups and just talk. Like, I only went to one meetup. But for somehow, I know exactly what happened on every meetup. That's crazy. I know what happened on this past meetup in New York. <laughs> the one that happened in August? No, that just happened last week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For um, the, be- yeah, the birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> I wasn't there. <laughs> and, and I wasn't there. <laughs> This is what I'm saying. Like, I wasn't there. Why do I know? And no, no one DM'd me. It, it, someone said something on Clubhouse and I'm in, the, I'm in the room minding my business. I'm like, oh, okay. I know what trip you're talking about because I saw the pictures on Instagram. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm About August. I know about things that happened then. I know, the, I would say the trip I know the most tea about has to be between Palm Springs. Maybe. The, the, I know <laughs> that Palm Springs trip. <laughs> I I know the most tea about the Palm Springs trip and the Memorial Day trip. Yeah, Atlanta. The, the Atlanta. Those two trips I know the most tea about. Hell, Dallas ain't Dallas ain't even have tea compared to that <laughs> shit. Okay. Um. Oh yeah, y'all. I met. I finally met Kevin. I met Kellis, uh, Kevin in Dallas. It was yes. such a good time. We had Amen. so much fun. Oh my god. You Kevin. have the best energy and the sweetest <laughs> energy, the sweetest spirit, and I just enjoyed being in your presence because you were just genuine. And you know, it's, when you meet someone that's just genuine and the, the intentions are clear. It's no shady behavior. It's no shady faces. There's nothing better. And that's what I got from you. So I really, really enjoyed doing Dallas. And I want you, I wanted you to know that. Definitely. I, I really enjoyed you because you really, like, you showed, like, you showed out, like, you did not, like, you invited me everywhere you were going you made sure I was good. You you know, we had, you know, I think I went to three events. I, I think I saw you in Dallas more than anybody, even the people I came down there to Dallas with. Like, <laughs> I came down there with the pink, and I saw you, I saw you more than anybody from the pink. Um, yeah. Because I, I went to the rooftop with you. We yes. went with, that was the, that was the best night. That, that was the best. Was, Thursday night. That was the best. Thursday night was the best night because we were drunk boots. Drunk for free at that. Open bar, come on. Open bar. You can't can beat that. Then I tore up some goddamn wings. Ooh. And like Thursday night was amazing. Yeah. Y'all, Kevin let me drive, made me drive drunk. He had but me you... dropping him off in a city I've never been in. 
got me driving. Okay, but you weren't not drawn, Cordero. You weren't not drawn. You saw that damn video. I was drunk boots when he was like, I'm driving you home. I said, What? <laughs> I said in the video, how did I get here? Oh, I was God. drunk. Yeah. How did I get here? Bitch, you drove, Cordero. I'm like, oh. Oh, I was drunk. But hey, it's okay. Don't drink and drive, kids. No, don't drink and drive. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I knew the tea from yes. those two trips the most. And if I had to choose one, Palm Springs, baby, I know every baby. motherfucking thing that happened in Palm Springs. We were talking about our damn trip three months after the damn trip. Mm-hmm. I was like, what's going like? <laughs> I'm so glad I wasn't out on that trip. Maybe so Memorial Day like, happened. Memorial Day trip happened, and they were still talking about Palm Springs. Still, still, they were talking about Palm Springs like three weeks ago. <laughs> I said, "Okay, can y'all let that go, please? Can y'all let?" It? But every time they talk about it, more information comes out. I said, "Oh my goodness!" But and see, that's what I'm talking. No, sorry, that, it. Yeah, and it's egregious, and 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 the things I keep hearing. Or that mm-hmm. kept hearing months, you know, month after month. It's like it just gets more egregious. It's like yes. that that really happened. Wow. Okay. Yes. Wow. What was? Wow. And so, and just a fun fact, and that's one of the reasons why moving. I you know after that trip, when whenever we discuss trips and um and group situations, we never wanted to do a one house situation again because of what we heard from that trip. And we were all in agreement that, hey, hey, if we're gonna do a trip, we wanted to be kind of separated in terms of um, sleeping arrangements and, and living conditions. Cause we don't wanna right. be all in one house because baby, what we heard from that trip, it's just, it's just too much. And so we didn't want that to, <clears throat> we didn't want the Palm Springs part two. And so that's why with you know with all the trips that the ring cups that happened, we never stayed in the same house. So yeah, that that's mm-hmm. the reason why. And I think you know we have to be honest, you know here. I mean, some of that was bound to happen. Like you know when you get a bunch of attractive um, gay men together, some single, some not, and you got liquor involved and you know, what, uh, anything else and just having a good time, you, you I'm not going to sit here and be naive and think ain't nobody going to fuck. Right. Like, I'm not going to be naive and say, oh, nobody's going to fuck. I mean, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that from anybody at all on these trips. Like, yeah, I'm not mad you, either. Nah. The problem that I had was that why are you bringing it back to the app? Who, who fucked you? Who you right. fucked? Um... It was just weird. Like, it and was the, weird as fuck. And the entitlement, that's another piece. Why mm-hmm. are you mad that I fuck with this one? Because you baby. wanted to fuck with me, but I didn't want to fuck with you. Oh, you wanted to fuck with him. But you're mad with me because he fucked with me. But why are you mad with me? You're not dating him. He didn't Ooh, want to fuck baby. you. Don't be mad at me. Oh, baby. <laughs> the, baby, the people, the, the, the people who got passed over for other people, baby, they were mad. They was mad, okay, press. Baby, they were they were pressed. And the don't press. let you be somebody they don't like. Not even talk about you and put your business out there. It was crazy. ridiculous. It got crazy, and I just feel as though that 
you know, we just didn't handle it with care. You know, we, we were paying people in the room, listen to the arguments. We enjoyed the arguments. Um, and I kind of said this one day in a room I created last week. I feel like that a lot of us have to take accountability in the parts we played with creating this um, exposing culture on Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we, if we didn't get on the stage, we still sat in the audience and listened. We still right. paying people in the room to hear the mess. So right. we added we added to the atmosphere of it's an okay thing. And we didn't hold people accountable who decided to expose people or do things like that. Like we didn't say, hey, that was some fucked up shit you did at trying to expose such and such. You can't come in this room. Like I'm not dealing with you. Like we didn't hold no one accountable or responsible for their actions. We just say, okay, you got you exposed them today. You know, we pat them on the back. Uh, you did your thing, or whatever the case may be. Like we didn't hold, you know what I'm saying? Like we, yeah. well, we welcomed that energy, yeah. and I think it was too late for us to put it back in the box because at that point, it's just a part of clubhouse. You know, putting somebody's name in the title, playing a clip of something. You know, PTR and receipts, PTR and people's mug shots, and. You know, bank receipts, like we, we allowed that to become a beast and it just, it, 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 it went too far. Too far. Too far. It went too far. Yeah. But hey, here we are. So my next question for you is, um, in, in, from your perspective, has this app died? So here's what I'm going to say to that. What I'm going to say to that is the gay side of the app has definitely died, in my humble opinion. And here's why. If you were on the app December of 2020, (laughs) and you check this app December 2021, the gay side, (laughs) two different worlds. Uh By By this time last year, the gay, it seemed as though the gay side of the app ran the app. You had so many rooms, you had so many clubs, you had different personalities, you had all these beautiful people, you know, you had fun over here, you had some knowledge over there, you had some scholarship over there, you had some friendships over here. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of moving parts. Um, you had people that were moderators in three different groups. <laughs> you had people that were solo moderators. It was just a lot of talent across across the spectrum um but now um as a result of all the falling out and some deep deep personal um situations that people unfortunately can't come back from yeah it has killed that dynamic and to me um and this is no shade to anyone that's still on that side of the because i i mean i still go to your rooms called there i still go to mm-hmm. the cook up sometimes i, I mean i still that I, you know, but it's not the same. We're not gonna lie; like it's the same. It's not. Um, I being the bullshit cat, but it's it's not the same. Um, so I do yeah. feel like that side of the app has is dying. And on the other hand, the cis side of the app is booming, like 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 not like no nothing. Like it's booming. The content is crazy. They go. You're talking about we went too far. They go to hell. But the crazy thing with them is they they can come back. Some let me tell you this. 
some of this shit the sis had talked about and go through, if we had done those same shit, we would not even be back on the app in any uh-uh. capacity. Because they go to, I'm talking about putting your parents' pictures up, your, your family's government names, your, your address, your, your, your apartment. Like, they go to hell. They go to hell. I don't know how they do that shit and they come back the next day. But um, yep. but I feel like that side of the app is booming and it's, it's, it's alive and well. And I think it's, they, they, I mean, they're keeping the lights on, to be very honest with you. The black yeah. cis head side of the app. Those, them white people are boring, child. They, they don't be talking about nothing. The they don't. I don't, even, I don't, even, I don't <laughs> even see their rooms like that no more, honestly. They only they have all these followers, but they can barely make fulfill the room with 300 people. Like, huh? Are, are y'all buying these followers? What's going on? And, but you know what? Know. In in whole, I feel like the app has died. I feel really? like the I feel like the the the, the cis head spaces are still booming, but they're not booming like that. Because if you think about it, some of these moderators, some of these people that be on stages, have like fifteen k followers and more, and yet their room doesn't even break a thousand. So that means a lot of people are not on this app anymore that, that are following these people. True. And so I think that, you know, when you have a space where you have people on the stage that have 40K followers, 50K, five, somebody was on the stage one the other day had like 5 million followers and the room still didn't have over 200 people in it. That means that there are people, these, a lot of people have left this app for good. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I now do. I do think the winter is coming back. The winter season is coming. I think people. I do feel like that there is starting to be more of a presence back on Clubhouse right now, because it is getting cold. It is that you know it's going into that season where there ain't shit to do outside. Mm-hmm. You know we live our best summer life. Now we're back in the house. Let's get on Clubhouse. So I think that that's happening. But I do still think overall the app is not as booming as it was. I mean, shout out to Kia and Crenshaw, and Kita and Crenshaw District for what the fuck she did. What she happened? broke the app. Maybe she broke the app. That she ain't happened in that ain't happened since like early twenty late twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. And so shout out to her for that. But I do think overall the app is dying. I do think that if you can consistently have two hundred people or more in your room every day, that's that's great. Um but as far as the rooms used to be in 800, 800, 800, 800, now it's the same 200 or 400 that's just going from room to room. It's still the same people. That's a good point. That's it's still the same point. four or 500 people. They're just going from room to room. And if some of the if many people from the quote unquote dark side open up rooms, it's just going to be those four or 500 people split going to yeah. the, that room, that room, that room. So that's why I think the app has died. In general, the app has died. In general, I, I, yeah. yeah, I can I, I I can agree with that. Because um, when you look at it from that stance in totality, um, some people have definitely left the app, and they're definitely not interested in coming back. And you can the numbers will tell you that you can clearly see that um, mm-hmm. people can barely get to a hundred rooms. They used to do eight hundred people. Yep. in the room now they can barely crack 100 people yeah um and i'm talking about people i'm talking about groups like 
15 moderators and they still can fill up yep. the room. Um, so yeah, that speaks to that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, um, but for you, you know, again, you know, um, cause I kind of want to, you know, let us talk about something else besides clubhouse, but I did want to, you know, wrap up with seeing, um, do you two last two questions? Um, do you have any regrets or do you feel like you would have, well, I know you said you would have handled that one, your fallout differently from your mm-hmm. group, but is there anything else that you feel like if you know what you know now and you can go back in time and start over with Clubhouse, is there anything you would have done differently? You know what, Daryl, I thought about this and I had an answer, but to be very honest with you, I, I, I would not have done anything any different to be because because unlike other people i'm a true <laughs> i am my true authentic, um, authentic self on the app mm-hmm. uh, some of these people play games and they play characters and that's that, that's never been me so for either ways i would have done i would have made the same mistake mistakes i would have had the same situations because mm-hmm. i was just being me i'm just being right. kevin so I mean, it would have happened regardless. Like I said, the only regret I have is that falling out. I wish I I could have handled that differently. Um, I wish we could have um, severed that differently. And um, I mean, but then again, I'm just one person. Um, But I wish we could have came together and handled that in a different way. Um, There's nothing else that I think that I would have done differently other than that. I would have made the same mistakes, um, made the same connections, got to know the same people, um, and just learn from my mistakes. So you guys, this is the end of part two for our Clubhouse recap. Um, This conversation is going so good. I just decided to make this a three-part episode. So be sure to tune in to our next episode to get the, the rest of the tea on our views on Clubhouse and where do we go from here. So yes, tune in again to part three. Make sure you go back and listen to part one this episode which is part two and then tune into part three talk to y'all later bye